Welcome back, y'all, to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast about hip-hop, entertainment, dating, sex, relationships, and social issues from a sometimes ratchet, because you know how we do, but mostly woke perspective. So listen and subscribe to That's What I'm Saying. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, pretty much wherever you listen to your podcast, you can listen to us. Also, we're back with new episodes of That's What I'm Saying, the TV show, weekdays on Island TV. Also, just download the Island TV app. You can see our faces. So I'm Sean. And I'm Shatara. Hey, sis. Hey, sis. How you doing? Hey, I'm great. Happy autumn. I missed you. I'm, listen, I miss you too. But yes, but, but this is but this is a nice way to take care of that, right? It is. It is. I'm glad. I'm glad we're here. So, um, let's get right into it because we got a lot of things to talk about. We've been gone for a little while, but look, y'all, we live in life. I've been but we always want to come and bring bring this back to y'all. Yeah, now now it's time for the jump off. That's all. Okay. Oh. Minute. So, time. what do we call this episode? This episode we're calling "Fake Thug No Love." We get the slug, son. He did it. I don't know. I don't know yeah. the old lyrics, but you know I love Nas. So. Do it in your Nas voice. Fake thug, no love. That's all. Do it in your Nas voice. So let's get right to the ratchet. You fake thug, no lovers. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Do it. So check us out. Um, getting right mm. to the ratchet. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I hate to say them damn dashians, but sometimes I just have to. So. The Kardashians are in their umpteenth season, and in the finale, there there's a Chloe Kardashian with her new baby. The new and babies, yeah. She had, a, she had a baby with um Tristan. Another one. She wanted she wanted matching baby daddy. So yeah, she wanted yeah, yeah and another one, and that pretty much makes sense. Um, <laughs> but that's but that is such like a money way to go about life. Like you know what, Tristan, what are you doing Tuesday? Yes. I'm gonna get a coffee, and I was thinking that you drop off um. I was wondering. No, 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 no. We're definitely absolutely not having sex. And you know, when white girls say legit, legit, we're not having sex. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking maybe Tuesday we schedule to like make this baby. And this yes. apple popped up with a new son. And yeah. yeah has, uh, I don't know if he has a name yet. Whatever. Okay. I'm, it's, it's a, cool. That's a money thing. That's like a, I'm going to get coffee and uh, go pick up a baby. Are, are well, you they, home? They've all done it except, uh, well. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, Kim did it too, right? She had a, her set, a, a micro that, baby. That's the ones that Kanye is like, I don't know about the other two. <laughs> Kanye, Kanye was on some like the, the movie. Um, What was that movie where he was like, you're cool. No, you're he's cool. on some more repovent shit. Like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he was like half baked. You're cool. You're cool. You're cool. You suck. You suck. You're cool. You're not mine. You, nah, you're not mine either. How dare you? Kanye was like, eh. yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, but then then I thought I was like, you know, all these these women. I saw this uh, recent Chloe, and you know, she had like a little TikTok video with the kids, and I'm like, these women have black children. Like yeah. all these women have black children. Undeniably black children. Like they they don't even look like yeah. they can fake it any other way. No, these are black kids. Like wow, what's more, I'm very. I'm, I pray I'm still alive. I'm curious to see how their adulthood is going to turn out. I'm we'll curious. We'll, we'll be here. Okay. All right. I'm tired. Them damn Dashians. Tired. Yeah. Um. Okay. So moving on. So August Alcina is entangled. But guess who he's entangled with? Mm-hmm. His boyfriend. So August Alcina has come out publicly as a member mm-hmm. of the LGBTQ LMF and K R R O W L O S Y Z. 
community and mm-hmm. has introduced his new love to the world who happens to be a man. He's cute too. Like the, his, his little boo-boo is, his little boo is cute. Um, so August has come out. So, I mean, I, I, are we really surprised? Like, I'm not surprised, but it was, you know, Black Twitter be undefeated. So the memes was coming out and they was like, here's a picture of, here's a video of Jada Pinkett Smith cleaning off the red table. Talking to me, cleaning off the red table. She over there scrubbing. <laughs> scrubbing it down. Um, Yeah. So I, well, he's out and about. And he's he's vocalized it too. Listen, I watched the episode. Um, what, the episode of what? What so was it? It was. It's a reality show called The Surreal Life. Oh, it's actually okay because right. I saw the little clip at the end. Okay, yeah. and, and um, sat down. And, and Kim Fields is on it. Tamar Braxton is on it. Really? Um, um, what's his name? The basketball player who wore the dress to his wedding. Um, uh, and Dennis Rodman. He's on it. Uh, the dude from Malcolm in the Middle, the one who plays Mal, he's on it. Um. So oh, wow. yeah, and then there's some a, a few you know TikTok influencers. You know, one girl's a wrestler. The one who used to be a porn star. What's her name? She's on it. So I watched like the last few episodes. So I saw the episode last night, where at the end August didn't say goodbye to everybody at the house. He just bounced <laughs> and he said he said um he said uh, what is it uh, peace out amigos or something like that. He looked at like oh he didn't say goodbye. They're like oh he probably like couldn't handle goodbyes. And then later you know during the credits they show. August and you know his little I guess the the documentary moment mm-hmm. a lot from the show and um before that the porn star I can't think of her name she like read her I guess tarot cards and told him that like he needs to learn how to like have more fun and live a little more and mm-hmm. smile more something like that and you know kind of let go of fear so he goes on to say that from the show he learned to let go of fear and fear has been one of his most you know I guess like teachable tools, I guess, you know, fear has t- taught him so much. And then he goes on to say something about, you know, loving and getting over hurt and the person who's really taught him to do that. Now he talks a lot like T.I. Mm-hmm. Taking his time when he, he's like thinking before he speaks and it, it almost gets a little bit like, okay, what you want to say? You know, but mm-hmm. he's like going on. I'm like, oh my God. And then he goes on to say, you know, and the person who taught me how to love and how to accept myself. And he's, then he goes and he puts in and, to show you love how it's not really what the world thinks it should be. And then he calls this person to come sit beside him. And it's a gentleman in that moment, him and the dude almost look alike. So I'm thinking he brought his brother out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? His brother, all right. Yeah. I, no, I, I thought, you know, cause he didn't really say like, this is my boo. I love him. And the fact, the fact that he's like a deep person, like even how he talks everybody, I didn't assume that this was a relationship right off the break. Cause right. I was like, this could be his brother. Maybe his nephew. Like, I didn't think that right away. But then you really think about it. I'm like, well, let me think. If I went through some hard times and Diana was there for me, which is my best friend, am I really trying to present her on, like, national TV as if, like, the person who helped me get through? Probably not. So, no. Oh, was you like, you was giving him a pass? I, I was just for, just because I saw the type of person he was on the show. I thought for a minute, like, he's a little bit, like, deeply introverted. Like, it's a possibility. And then I was like, eh. Nah, nah you're doing too much. I, I, I saw a picture of him, August Alcina. You ever see that one where he coming out the water mm. and everybody swear it was, like, a beautiful female? No. It was him coming mm. out glistening. No, I, I didn't. I was like, huh? yes, it, was a, it was a pretty picture. You'd be like, what? <laughs> no, I, I, I honestly, I gave him a hot little pass for a minute because let me tell you what happened. I look at my husband and I'm like, did he just come out of the closet? Hold on a minute. I pick up the phone to look at Instagram 
and to see like are people talking about it and i said are we watching a late episode because sometimes we watch things like that happen you know this is a last week's episode and mm-hmm. then he goes he goes nah this this was um this was yesterday's episode i said why are they not talking about it this and then sure enough his uh his phone <clears throat> went off <laughs> and they reported on like Twitter or something that August is out the closet. I said, "Oh yeah, we must have been ahead of the game because there's no way they weren't talking about that." And sure enough, I see they announced him having a boyfriend. The dude is good looking, but mm-hmm. guess what? August and he's a singer. Now. You heard their song they have together. They, they have, have a, song. a little song. But together. it was a song they had before that nobody, everybody glazed over it. They've been had a song. It's not new. The two a.m. I was like, "Ooh, and it's it's juicy." And it's not talking about rolling you over on the countertop and stuff like yeah. that. So, mm. and they're cute. Let me tell you, these gentlemen, they're nice looking. They have nice teeth, but they wear gold teeth. But they don't need to wear their gold teeth because they have really nice teeth. That's number one. <laughs> Pick up those gold teeth. And and August is like, he's a he's a nice looking dude. He just mm-hmm. takes off the hats and the feathers and all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, wow. So he came out nationally. And I wish a lot of dudes in the industry would come out because that would clear up a lot of bullshit going on. But are you surprised though? Are you surprised? Mm-mm. That's right. No, 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 no. I mean, good, good. Uh, I wonder what um, Jada's doing. <laughs> she, what is she? I want to see what she says on the matter, but whatever. She, but she, oh, you know what? He reminded me a little bit of her son. Yeah, because what she was, he was dealing with the son, so it was like a whole family affair. And then Will gave the okay for hold on, August to hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't know that. You know. Come on, Shatara. You didn't know that? No. Yes, he was with he was with uh what's the son's name? Jaden. Jalen. Jaden. Jaden. He's with Jaden first. Just, just so y'all can see how much attention I pay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You can see look, yeah. I put on my I told him my sunglasses. What? <laughs> I didn't yeah. know that. That's how that's how he became friends with Jada because he was friends with Jaden first. Well, he was friends, but they weren't. They, they were, were friends. They were together. Come were on now, because they were a couple. They, they were. were they were a throuple. It. It was him and what's the what's the uh, what's his name? He's a rapper. Um, he's also a producer, but he's he's out the closet too. Um, um the, hmm, the, the the kid something the here the, we go here we go. <laughs> I knew we can't even know what is it. <laughs> uh, 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 oh my gosh! The gift. Mm. Talent, the project. What is his name? Trey, the 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 producer, the something. Trey, oh, oh, Trey, the creator. Uh, no, t- yeah, yeah, Tyler, the creator. Tyler, Tyler the creator. Well, I swear we we're playing charades with people's names. <laughs> we're we over here doing the robot. That's how I feel like we feel it. Onomatopoeia. Say the alphabet: A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You got to understand, we come from a big family. It's a lot of names to remember. Don't give me no oh extra shit, okay? Yeah, so, yeah, it, the, I, it was like a throuple between, uh, between them, okay? So Tyler, and the creator. Uh, Jaden. Uh, August Alcina and Jaden. And August Alcina. Oh, wow. And then, uh, obviously, then Jada got into the mix with her, with her son's friend. And then Will gave the okay. Oh. Like, yeah, you can have a little friend. Remember? Oh well, yeah, I heard that he again okayed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. so what what's Jada's gonna say now? Like, but obviously she knew that August swung that way because he was with her son. Hmm. Did, was it? A, did he swing that way, or did was he? Did he? he did he swung that way? <laughs> I just want you to tell me. <laughs> She 
This way. I well, like that word. Well, if that's how you want to say it. Oh, he's he's Obviously, you send me swinging. That's right, it's swing. Scooch on over. (laughs) Scooch on. I think that's a song. I really thought you were playing around. No, she really has a song called Scooch on Over. Scooch on over. What's her name? Okay. Real quick, what's her name? Um. Yo, sorry, y'all. We can't ever think of people's names. Oh my God. We'll tell you. Uh, what is her name? Like, uh, Lazy Eye. What's her name? Michelle. Michelle. And then my heart. No, not her. Wait, isn't her name Michelle? Hold on, Michelle something. No, not Chrisette Michelle. Nope. Michelle. Michelle. Michelle DiCello. Oh, man. This Remember is crazy. Michelle DiCello? Remember Michelle DiCello? <laughs> and Dale Cello. The, what? Yeah, um, there you go. I told the DiCello. <laughs> okay, um, come on. Let's get back on. Mm-hmm. All right. But We're talking about come. August. Okay. So, Michelle. yes, he's out. Out and about. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, he's out. So, good for him. And he's dating Zoo. And guess what? And so... So many more need to just come out that damn closet because they not though. But anyway, can you imagine? Really? No, I can't. So let's stop. <laughs> All right, because I was about to say, what's her name has a special? Um, La- Laverne Cox and on um, VH1, and she's interviewing the cast from Pose, and it is excellent. And the budget is big, honey. From the clothes, head to toe, the drip, the the mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, it's, a, it's mm-hmm. a good show. So I'm and they they ready to tell the business, and I'm here for it. Anyway, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. 21 Savage, um, he's getting chewed uh, out. Okay. He's getting chewed out because he said Nas isn't relevant. How you like that? I, I, first of all, his name is 21 Savage, and he's from the UK. So mm-hmm. let's let's not that. let's let's we forget. It's more I, you know you know this just burnt this just burnt button my button my bagels. This just burned me up. <laughs> Butters your bagel. Uh, Poppy my seed. <laughs> <laughs> It swooped you. It swayed you. Swooped you. This was just hot in my pocket. Let me stop. Um, I really did like this. To me, was like the ultimate disrespect. Like, first of all, Twenty One Savage, who are you? Because honestly, I you know I listen to the music. No, I listen to music. But any song that he's on, he pretty much brings it down. Like I have to turn it down. I was like, oh, here he come. Uh, Everything that he's done. I think Drake did a pity album with him. That was a whole. I mean, it was all right, but it was basically like you will never. You'll never meet a Drake. And that's not even saying a whole lot. Like Drake is 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 good, but he's mm-hmm. not, you know, he mm-hmm. ain't the best out here. So when you mm-hmm. over here disrespecting leg this is this is a legacy here. We talk about Nas, we talk about legacy, we're talking about relevant, a relevancy that has spanned three decades. 21 Savage. I mean, how long we done known you? Me. And honestly, the, the, when I knew when I when I heard about you, you was mm-hmm. having trouble coming over here and staying in the United States. Mm-hmm. To be honest, remember? Okay, that? okay. Well, you know, homage. Look, look, look. Uh, buck, buck to slick Rick. Hello. Yeah. So I, I didn't. You know, obviously, I. This is just a young twenty twenty one savage person speaking. Like, mm-hmm. let's see where you at in five years. Because given the the lifespan of some of these artists now, they're oh, not yeah. even artists. These are rappers. Mm-hmm. You know, Nas is an artist. That's a, So that's a total difference. But given the lifespan of some of these rappers out here, like, 
Mm-hmm. You have a lot of nerve, 21 Savage, because five ooh. years ago by so quick, and then who will be irrelevant? You're talking about a man who has catalogs, who, um, you know, let MC Search say has fed families. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I don't like that as a whole nother story. But um, I just thought it was so disrespectful. How dare you? He, 21 he just, Savage from the UK. He just, he just sounds like, you know, young and arrogant and... You know, we we sound like we're very much representing our era, you know. So, uh uh-uh, how dare you? But in reality, it's like, but no, but even look at all the young ones they came up and defended. I know, you know, Fabio Foreign was like, you know, we got a Grammy together, so you know, that's big bro. He do what he want, he leave when he want because when you're a legend, that's what you could do. Kodak Black, I couldn't understand what he was saying, but I mean, basically, he was like. Nah, like you can't you can't be speaking out of turn like that. What are you no, doing? Especially in, in like rap and hip hop, like nah, you just and then on top of it, just for the fact that you are saying his name, you're showing he is relevant. Stupid, like <laughs> you don't even just for the fact that you're saying his name. So Michael Rapaport, he was dragging Savage, and I like what he said. Now he is a podcaster, but he's also the white actor who was um in uh i can't even think of the name of the movie but it was uh omar epps and he was a skinhead in the movie they were in college and he was going to be like a citizen x that project, was? X. project x i think it was anyway so michael Rapport, he goes off he's like the missing beastie boy and he like <laughs> loves hip-hop and he's he's an angry white man he's I, I like white folks like him they're very progressive and they're mm-hmm. outspoken and they speak up and they speak out and they recognize what's happening in the world and they don't bite their tongue about it those are the white folks that I can rock with. Um, mm-hmm. And he's one of them. So I just want to be very clear with that. Anyway, he says, um, in his response was, Nas isn't relevant. Like, what? It shows in your work, 21 Savage. <laughs> and I'm glad you're making money. I'm glad you're able to take care of everybody. Only in hip hop do people do that. Do they, de- do they degrade? Do they yep. put it on? I got to pick it up again. I got to come out again. Me, Michael Rappaport, I got to be the one to say, how dare you? To say and, you know, and he's a white man. Let's make it clear. And this is Michael a white, is a white guy. And he, yeah. So, yeah, I say he's a progressive white folk. You know, mm-hmm. I got I to give that to him. So he felt, he felt, you know, let me come out and say it. I'm like, yeah, good. He felt so disrespected. So, and he was mm-hmm. passionate about it. Oh, he was mad. He Look, he was an angry black man. Who <laughs> 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 was angry? Michael Rappaport. <laughs> He was an angry black man. Yeah, he was he was smoked in about that. He was. And then uh to make matters worse, uh, you know, the Drake and 21 Savage have an album out. Her loss. You know, called Her mm-hmm. Loss. And they're now what was his what was Drake's last album called? Never mind anyway. Forget it. <laughs> never mind anyway. What, what was it? When wasn't it called Never Never Mind? Okay, never mind. Any, anyway, never mind. That's an old one. No, nah, the one that just came out. Um, certified. Was it certified? Certified lover boy. This, okay, oh. and it has all the club songs on it. Yeah. Okay, that yeah. So for him to do a, a song with twenty, uh, not a song, a whole album with Twenty One Savage, I'm like, huh? But okay, if you say so. And it's and it's okay. I mean, honestly, like Twenty One Savage kind of drags it down a little bit, in well, my speak, opinion. Speaking of dragging things down, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Future said. In a GQ GQ interview, Future's talking, and it's always Mm -hmm. interesting to hear what he got to say. So basically, he's saying that uh, kids with a wife, a wife, would be, in quotations, more special than his existing children, and that just set everybody off. So he's a father of seven, all right? And he said he would like to conceive two or three more kids with his future spouse. Oh, yeah? 
Yeah, in a clip that he had with the oh, yeah? magazine, right? So let me say, let me let me say it the way he said it. He said, "By my wife, if I ever get married, you know what I'm saying? Mm-mm, I no. want to have kids by my wife. Of course, it could be like three, because I've never had more than one kid by a girl. So if I had mm. two by her, then it's like more than I had. So I feel like it'll be more special." Mm. If this mm. doesn't sound like a math equation on mm. the cat test, that is an SAT. Bring out, bring out the charts, y'all. If it, he said nothing but nothing leads to nothing. <laughs> you heard that math equation he said? <laughs> if a woodchuck could chuck woodchuck wood, then that would be better than. That would be better than. Uh, and, what, and what's crazy is like so many people go to the church of future. I'll be like, he's past the future. He's got a whole following. <laughs> There's a whole church community and you know, they be cash apping all kind of stuff all over for the babies. So it, it, you know, it would be one thing if this man did not have some serious loyal followers with this corny, with this mess he's talking about. It's mm. just, now, so somebody said um, on Twitter, they said, this Negro is truly something else. Got 78 kids by 78 different women, <laughs> but looking forward to having children by his wife because he believes it'll be more special. Laugh my ass off. What a joke. A joke. <laughs> Another lady said, a father to at least six kids said, my kids by my wife will be more special, but Russell Wilson is the corny one. Some of y'all. That's, that's, uh-huh. what, that's uh-huh. mm. yeah. Good luck, funny? future. Good luck. That's all. All I, my question is, did he do the interview with sunglasses on? Because th- that man, his whole, the whole, his whole persona changes when he takes off those sunglasses. Does it? Yeah, he's just uh, what's his name, Ladarius. He's just plain old Ladarius. What he's saying? <laughs> That's how Dennis Rodman was. Like Ladarius. Ladarius, not playing. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Well, his only future with them sunglasses on. It is it really? Yes. Look, you find a picture of him without the sunglasses on, and you will see Ladarius. <laughs> BDI. Hey, BDI. I, I would love to see him married, though. I'm sorry. His name is uh, Nevadius. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Nevadius, Damon Wilburn. Mm, mm, mm. I'm not the one left by nobody's name, but. All right. Uh, really quick. <laughs> I was about to say, I know you got a lot of nerve. We can't even remember anybody else's name, but you got Ladarius, though. <laughs> Nadavius. Nadavius. Leviticus. I, mm-mm. <laughs> That's why he was like, you know what? Fuck it. Just call me future. Yeah. Mm. Just, okay. Just, Go ahead. Get it. Um, so. <laughs> I don't know. I just, just quick, a quick mention. Uh, Bernice, how do you say her name? Burgos. Bernice Burgos is 42 and she posted a thirst trap picture with her daughter talking about who looks better. <laughs> Mama used to say, take your time, young man. Oh man, when Penny is a person. Oh my goodness. Okay. So they, they are, um, they did a big time photo shoot for an upcoming nightclub that they're going to be, you know, hosting. All righty. They're, they're like a duo. And if that ain't uh mother daughter business, I don't know what to tell you. You can get into all businesses in this world, but you know what you said? We're going to keep this IG model shit going, honey. And she has, you know what? How much? 5.5 5 million followers. Wow. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Nate, what she yeah. said about her body? Somebody, oh, somebody asked like, did she, she ever got plastic surgery? She said, I did a little bit of everything. everything. <laughs> yeah. The Breakfast Club was like, what you do? She she admitted, I did a little bit of everything, but um, got my butt done in a basement. But it mm. was legal though. She said, but it was legal. So, not funny. Okay, you know, but, you yeah. like it, I love it. No, Listen, okay. if you All are right. 42 okay. and you're still making money in that field, then I yeah, don't know. you do have to give it to her. And she's a grandmother. She's a grandmother too. Yeah, her daughter has a kid. Really? She's mm-hmm. she's amazing. She's so pretty. Yeah. I will say that she's a pretty girl. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so MSNBC's host Tiffany Cross, she was fired, <laughs> and um, she's one of the only black women, you know, anchor women on the network. And she was fired. Nobody really understood why, but they said it was reported. <laughs> check this out. And I love this for excessive spending of the company funds. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. So when I first heard this, I was like, man, I was about to get out in March and do the <laughs> get out with my signs. They didn't find a sister. Then I heard mm-hmm. she was running up that Amex card, girl. So they said first they try to say. She was fired because, you know, partly over her habit of making vulgar comments and name calling on air and, you know, calling out racism. So, you know, they're like, that's why, you know, you let her go. But they were like, no, 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 no. We want to um, tell you why. Uh, in her two years tenure at MSNBC, she <laughs> took trips to Los Angeles and to the Super Bowl. And she were um, she was portraying them as work trips. Um she uh, went to the Oscars. Uh, she stayed at the Beverly Wilshire um, Hotel, and uh, she did extended stays. And um, she's uh, she. Wait a minute. Wait, not not done there. At uh, the Four Seasons um, Hotel, she charged more than a thousand dollars a night on uh, basic room expenses. Um, During the high said, season. Yeah, they said that basically she mistook working in television news for being a celebrity. They said she was making north of two hundred thousand dollars, and she acted like she made five million. <laughs> Wait a minute, let me tell you something, Tiffany. Tiffany, Wakanda forever. Don't you let nobody tell you no. You got the job, okay? And you got up in there. You got in there, and you damn straight. Because let me tell you who's who's after me right now. These damn student loan people. All right. And they ain't getting off my back. So let me tell you something. You enjoy it while you have it, girl. You drink up, toast to the good life. Cheers to the freaking weekend on a Tuesday. All right. And you enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Catch me if you can. Catch me if you can, Tiffany said. I know she had a good old time, right? (laughs) She called her friends up and said, the the, the job is paying for it. Meet me in Beverly Hills. We're going to the Super Bowl, girl. That's how I I would be. I would do it. I, you know, and just, and the jig is up. You know, I'm going to have to get a t-shirt made. The jig is up. The mm-hmm. jig is up, Tiffany, and that's and that's gonna be it. And you won't get that's hired so somewhere else. She looked. I know, I know someplace gotta hire her though. I know. <laughs> Island TV. I, I know that. It's Rickon. <laughs> you ain't saying nothing but a word. You ain't saying nothing but a word. Yeah, I'm gonna scooch on over. Scoot on. Listen, you better go ahead. They tell us we cancel. You better shut up. Oh, no. Wakanda forever. You talking somebody in a job? You talking us out? You're like, no. And then, then I'm gonna be like, well, what's y'all budget? Now we got, now we got to talk again. Now it's a whole new meeting to have. Oh man, oh man. Okay. Can you imagine? Um, time. <clears throat> um, we got to get woke now. It's time. And hello. Yeah. <laughs> Tiffany's Tiffany's friend in my head. That is my girl. Bye. I like how she parties. That's what I'm talking about. Because that's what they do. That's what uh, Governor McGreevy did. He took the money. Then he went on trips and 
paid for her boo and everything. So you better leave her alone. Mm, 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 mm. That's something. It, it's, I love it. <sighs> All right. Time to get woke. Um, okay. So we, uh, we have to start off the woke with, uh, you know, obviously the loss of um, Quavo, or I'm sorry, takeoff part of the rap trio, the Migos. Um, he was shot couple weeks ago in Houston, Texas at a bowling alley. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is, I mean, it, it's always sad when we talk about uh, gun violence, especially violence towards our people. Um, you know, this is a time we need to, we need to wake up. And my question was, mm-hmm. why was he even, why was he even there? You know, I, I appreciate that, you know, celebrities or people in the spotlight, they they want to be accessible. They want to be out here. And, you know, social media to me has gotten to the point where you, you think it's so you think it's OK. But I'm, I'm, my question was, why was mm-hmm. he there in the first place? Mm-hmm. You know, why? Why were you there shooting, shooting dice or whatever they was doing outside? Like, why were you even there? Where, mm-hmm. where were your people at? Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know, just a heartfelt rest in peace. Um um, to him. I don't know if you have something to say. No, just rest in peace and, um, you know, prayers and condolences go out to his family and friends. And this was just very sad and just, you know, shocking. And it's just hard to hear everybody say like, what's going on in, you know, the hip hop community? Like what is, what's going on? Cause it seems to be a lot of, um, a lot of murders happening. Yeah. So. Everywhere. Um, Mm-hmm. It's this the this is a we need to wake up you know protect our own this is it's a tragedy so yeah. um, rest in peace yeah. to uh, what is his full name I want to say it Kersnick Kari Ball one more time Kersnick Kersnick Kari Kari Ball oh, okay yeah yeah young, he was the youngest member of the Migos mm-hmm. so all right um. Moving on, uh, did you want to say something about the hair chemicals? What was this about? Um, or well, we can move on. You know what? Yeah. I really, I wanted to talk about Kyrie. Okay, can we talk about that next week? What? But I, I want to touch on uh, hair straighteners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we can talk about. Okay, so, <clears throat> so of course, everybody has. I, I, you know, a lot of people have heard about the controversy that has surrounded uh, Kyrie Irving. Um, who plays for the Nets? He plays for the Nets, right? Yes. Yeah. So, so the whole thing started. He posted a video on his Twitter, um, which was, and he just po- it was just a post related to a book that was turned into a movie called Hebrews to, Hebrews to Negroes. I believe that's what it was called. It's mm-hmm. a 2018 um book that I have not read, but I wanted to read, and it's mm-hmm. actually it's available on Amazon. So anyway. He posts this video without making any comments or anything about it. And of course, um, the thought police stepped in, namely the um, the Anti-Defamation League. You know, they we got all these leagues. Um, well, not that we have them, but the Jewish League. So calling him out for allegedly being anti-Semitic and all this stuff. So he ends up, he gets suspended, basically for a thought. He was punished for it. So... Um, of course you had what I consider all the coons step up, you know, the older guard, which is, you know, Shannon Sharp, there was Charles Barkley, um, Stephen A. Smith, uh, Shaq, you know, mm-hmm. all of these uh, black sports and entertain, you know, people in entertainment who are to me a little, you know, of the older guard calling Kyrie, you know, he's an idiot, you know, basically I guess for fucking up the bag. Um, mm-hmm. 
and not standing behind him. You know, it was it was it was a divide that you did see on air. But but basically what I felt the sentiment was they was really against him. Um, and then you had Farrakhan who stepped in, which I love because he said, you know, basically what Kyrie was saying is like, I can't be anti myself because when it came out, you know, are you anti-Semitic? It's like, no, I, I can't. How can I be anti myself? You know, and um, Farrakhan said some very deep things. I thought about this whole thing. He says, you know, you know, we you can't be anti against yourself. We we know the Torah. We know the Talmud. We know y'all's history. And that's something that the Jewish community <laughs> did not want to hear and wanted to pretty much put Kyrie in a corner like, you know, you are going to make sure you you need to know about us and know about the Holocaust. And I don't you know, I don't think he ever um, said that you know, did not acknowledge that they did experience a tragedy as a people. Um, but I'm going to go back to Farrakhan's words, which said, you know, we, we feel y'all's pain, but y'all don't feel ours and you need to repent. He's speaking to the Jewish people, like, and, and the people as a whole who have been oppressors, Mm -hmm. you know, what you did to us, basically black people as, as a people Mm -hmm. and calling them out to apologize to, Mm -hmm. you know, for the transatlantic slave trade, which a lot of people don't, don't, you know, it's, it's, it's not made up, but the Jews had a lot to do with that in terms of the manufacturing, the manufacturing that went into the ships, the slave ships, the shackles, the, the iron, the, the, um, the um, pretty much everything that was manufactured to make the slave trade happen, mm-hmm. the Jews were very intimate, you know, very directly connected with that. That's not mm-hmm. a, that's not a, it's not a lie. It's, it's, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it was Farrakhan who kind of called it out. He says, you know, talking to the Jewish community, like bring your wives, basically bring your kids, tell and bring them all to say you're sorry, but you won't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and because you won't do that, there is judgment that's being meted out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I know you saw Dave Chappelle on uh, SNL, who I loved um, because he basically did. It was a what I thought was one of the best comedic skits ever, ever, ever. Because he first, you know, remember when he came out and he gave a disclaimer, I basically saying to the Jews, I'm not against you. You know, I have Jewish friends. And then he just went in and he went in with the truth. It wasn't, you know, <laughs> I mean, it was jokes. It was jokes upon jokes, but it was the truth, you know, and you can't, can't hide from the truth. So I don't know what you, what do you think about this whole thing? Uh, Kyrie being anti-Semitic, um, you know, the backlash that has happened. Um, I'm, I'm totally in support of Kyrie. I, I feel he's, you know, a courageous person. I support him and he's, he's learning as we all are. Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is the age of information. So a lot is coming out and he's learning just, just as, as we all are. But what mm-hmm. do you, what do you think about it? Um, I think that, I mean, I had to go back and find out, like, what exactly did he say? Like, when I it was like, oh, he's getting fired. I'm like, okay, no, I know last time it was this big situation because, you know, he didn't want to get, you know, his shot for COVID. And, you know, his thing was like, okay, then, you know, I'm not going to. So I'm like, okay, good for him, right? That was a big thing. Now it's okay. Now what's going on with him now? Okay, now it's this whole anti-Semitic. And, okay, but what did he say? He didn't say anything. He sent a link on Twitter and he supported <laughs> a film. So I'm like, okay, wait, I'm so confused right now. <laughs> like, so I, I'm thinking that he came out with some hateful, like hate, a hate speech, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. That's what Maybe I, that's what they made it sound like, right? Yeah. So and then when you really dig a little deeper, he never really said anything. He just supported a film. And I'm thinking, you know, I watch a, um, a movie called 
the reality of black men every day I turn on the news. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so okay. And I already, and I see the hate happening against us all the time with, with no repercussions. And that's just our reality. So when I see this, I'm like, oh, wow, like this is, this is really happening. I, I feel bad that it even came to that. And I did happen to see a lot of um, people in the hot seat when talking about Kyrie, um, uh, you know, the Charles Barkley's, the, the Sharon, you know, everybody and calling him idiots and stuff like that. And, you know, I heard my husband say, I want to, and I, you know, my husband took a stand and he goes, I really want to hear a lot of these same, you know, reporters when, when a white guy offends black people, I want to hear them call him an idiot just the same way. And when a white guy, when a white player, you know, let's say offends black people. I want to hear some of these commentators call that white guy an idiot the same way they're calling Kyrie an idiot. So like you said, there was a, there was a racial divide, you know, like nobody was really, we didn't stand in support of one another on this one. And um, I know Nick Cannon, you know, compared it to, you know, of course he brought up slavery and history and showing how, you know, there, there, there is some oppression that's really showing right here. It's, it's showing itself right now. So this is, this is messed up. I don't like it. And like I said, what did he didn't say anything hateful? He didn't mm-hmm. say anything hateful. And you know, and and let, and, it, and if you do support, let's say you know you got you're somebody who you're reading a book about the Nazis and you support Hitler, and then that's the book you're reading, and you're a basketball player. Are you going to be fired for that? Like, I'm, I'm just curious. Like, would you be fired for that? I don't know. And and so I mean, they they kind of doubled. Then they doubled back. You know, he met with. Um, the NBA president, he met with the the Nets president and, you know, they all, they give their, oh, he's not anti-Semitic, you know, he's, a, you know, he's okay. He's, he's. Um, this is just very, it's very interesting. And then also, this is what I've said before, it, because the minute he posted the, the uh, on Twitter, you know, I mean, we heard about it through social media because they police social media. Mm-hmm. So... And who polices the social media? I mean, and th- these are the thought police. So, you know, they've, they've got the Anti-Defamation League. They got, you know, the Jewish League, da, 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 all of these. And this is something that we, as a people, need to come together and have so that we don't have just um, talking heads, you know, whether that is the Honorable Louis Farrakhan, you know, mm-hmm. Minister Farrakhan, or, mm-hmm. um, you know, we don't really have that that cohesiveness amongst our people. So when something happens like this, we need to, you know, you know, get to get together so that uh, using our power, whether that is shutting down um, mm-hmm. commerce and businesses and, mm-hmm. and, you know, coming together as a collective, because that's exactly what they did, you know, got together to say, yeah. look, yeah. until this black man uh, acknowledges that he's not a Jew and acknowledges that the Holocaust happened or whatever it is mm-hmm. until we can, we feel comfortable saying that he's not, um, that he is not against the Jews we're going to take away his resources and take away all of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the power of it's, 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 it's wrong. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it come, it's coming from a, a, mm-hmm. a, the, the, the way that this handle is wrong, but you, you got to respect the, the power, the strength and numbers that they have when they get behind it, you know, they writing letters to Jeff Bezos, who by the way is making money off this whole thing quietly mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. The book and the movie is on his platform. It's on Amazon Prime. You can rent it. It actually went up. The, the cost mm-hmm. of it went up mm-hmm. when all of this controversy is going down. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but you get the Jewish community and, and their leaders are getting together to write letters to Jeff Bezos because that's what they believe that they can do because that's mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. To say, 
you know, we, this is, we don't like this happening for our people. We don't want people saying these things, but you know, it becomes a, like a, a thought, thought police thing. You can't even think freely. And so I commend Kyrie for just, you know, what he's doing is it's a learning experience that he's going through, but in the spotlight, you know, because a lot of us are having these awakenings and, 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 you know, collecting this information and learning new things about who we are and where we came from and, and um, how, you know, where we're going. And he's do he's doing it in the spotlight and there's money behind it. And so, you know, he's staying the course and I really, I admire that about him, you know, whether, you know, I don't, do I agree with everything that he believes? No, I don't, you know, mm -hmm. but at least he has the fearlessness to question mm -hmm. and kind of dive deeper. So I, you know, I admire that tremendously about him mm -hmm. and, um, you know, but this is going to be, and like I said, and Dave Chappelle, I, I can't say enough about that uh, comedy skit that he did on SNL. Okay. Um, because, you know, Dave Chappelle has a way of delivering a, and, and I believe only comedians, and I'm sure you understand that, but only comedians have that special place where, you know, they, you know, able to comment on some really deep, dark and real issues, mm -hmm. but from a place of, you know, it's, it comes as, as comedy. So you kind of get a pass. Mm -hmm. So you're able to say it. So I, this is a, a to me, a genre that should never be censored, you mm -hmm. know, that people should, we, you know, when we talk about free speech, it should always be a level of free speech, especially for that level of entertainment, because mm -hmm. it's becoming more awakened, awakened as you're, as you're listening to this. And, you know, I think mm -hmm. Dave Chappelle did an excellent job in mm -hmm. going in because the comedy is, it's, it's it's comedy, but it's also truth. Telling you know, it. a lot of things that he said that you 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 can't deny it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know, I think that's what you know the the I don't want to say the Jews because you know, and I've said this before. If if you break down the origin of anti semite and what that actually means, it's it's not what they believe that it means. That's a whole nother show. Um, so even that, you know, to call somebody an anti-Semite, do you know what you're actually calling them? Do you know mm -hmm. what that actually means? Mm -hmm. So, right. um, I, you know, I just, like I said, I'm, I'm behind Kyrie. I, mm -hmm. I think he's uh, hella courageous mm -hmm. and I want him to just, you know, don't back down, you know, keep mm -hmm. going, whether, you know, we got Kanye over here, you know, Kanye's a little, you know, he, 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 he walks a he walks the line sometimes it'd be all over the place, mm -hmm. but it's, it's kind of like the same sentiment where, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to break me down for speaking my truth. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, it's one way or the other and people are behind you. You know, you, you do have the support. It's just, we need to come together on a grand scale and yeah. showing that support. Right. Cause it's, it's amazing how um, it's, it really comes down to the money also as well, because I'm seeing it like, especially in the eye of entertainment, um, when you uh, offend any other culture or group of people, um, you know, there there are repercussions and, and their power comes into play. However, when it comes to offending, you know, black people in the United States, I can only speak from the home that I'm in, there there's no there's no um there's no uh consequence for that. You know, offending us and hurting us, there's really no big consequence, you know, when it comes to us. And that that's that's a little bit hurtful. So as you can see with him. Look at this. I remember um, it was Allen Iverson. You know, there was a situation with him and Farrakhan spoke up on his behalf, too, and just kind of looked at the whole dynamic of, you know, history playing itself out. And it's just, a, you know, stay. it's a little stay in your lane comes out. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. And that's what's happening with Kyrie right now.
It's a little bit mm-hmm. of standing lane. And it's like, oh, no, because in reality, I think the power of the dollar is, you know, if you had to pay for offending us, if it were to cost you the same way it's costing the Jewish community, like, you know, then I think a lot of it, it mm, things would be so different. Mm-hmm. Oh, it would be so different. But because, you know, you offending us doesn't really cost you, then things just go on and on and on. It just, yeah. it's just it's, you get what I mean? Like, yeah, but I, I appreciated what uh, Farrakhan was saying about that was, you know, we, we're living in an age where if you're not going to do right, that's why judgment is coming down and, and we're seeing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are seeing it, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, you know what you do. That's what he said. You know what you do and you know what you've been doing. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, so, you know, we can all play dumb for but so long, but now that's not that we're not in that era anymore. And that's real. That's real. So, mm-hmm. you know, I I used to be, not that I was against reparations, but, you know, more, I, I understand it more so now um, as, you know, not necessarily a, uh, a, a cure, but it's a, re- it's a remedy for a lot of, a lot of the wrongs. And it's something that even the Jews, I mean, they, they benefited from hmm. reparations. Yeah. Um, you know, so I'm I'm looking at it as something that you know something that we re- we really need to get behind and consider as a way to kind of right some of these wrongs because judgment is upon them and us as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. Yep. All right, all right, all right. We need some dick in our lives. All right, wow, wow. <laughs> no wow. transition. That's wow. how we do. Yep. I was, I was, it was right here on the tip of my tongue, literally and figuratively, right here. Wow. <laughs> Take a deep breath. You threw uh, it's on the forehead, forehead right here. Okay. Well, let's get right to it. All right. Let me, let's see what I got here. <laughs> huh? All right. I said, let's see what I got here. You bring you the D. You got to go with no one. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So she says, I've been dating. Oh, okay. All right. I've been dating a guy for almost a year. He has younger children and I have one daughter who is away at college. The holidays are coming and he will have his three lovely kids who are all under the age of 10 from a previous relationship with him for the holidays. He has suggested we all be together for the holidays at my house to hold everyone comfortably. I want to be with him, but I just don't think I'm ready to have his kids stay at my house. Time is a ticking. What do I do? Mm. Child. Mm. Shadara, what say you? Well, this is, uh, no, just say no. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you just, this is your house. Everybody can't come over. I mean, and and everybody that comes over, you know, they're not invited to to be over, you know, until (sighs) the morning time. It's just, you know, come for brunch <laughs> it's it's just a, it's a few hours and you know we're not meant to be bunking up so when you tell me three kids under 10 that's alvin simon theodore do 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 i don't i don't think that's a good idea alvin yeah, the chipmunks. no mm-mm. i just i just can imagine no 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 and again if you still want to be with him then guess what this is this is a truth teller right here because he comes with kids just like a lot of people do. So I don't want to sound like I'm biased over here. A lot of people come with kids, an ex-wife. People come with stuff, you know? But they don't they don't come to your house and say they want to stay overnight all the time. This is what's oh, happening. 
this this is slumber party and you you're just saying i don't i don't want that right now i and what i'm thinking is that's a tall order to give to somebody you guys have been together for a year it's one thing if he says i'm gonna have the kids at my place and you know if you want to stop by we'll be doing gifts and stuff or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the holidays look like i don't know what they're celebrating you can come on by here and you know have dinner with us then you be the one that invite me to your space but don't put that on me to be, yeah. you know, why, how about we come to your house because you got space? Well, then that's where I fucked up because I should have known that from when I first got with you. <laughs> now I'm back reevaluating where I fucked up because can I pack an overnight bag and come stay with you for a little while? Are you telling me that you got a one bedroom and you pack the kid, you know, and it's just unfair situation. Don't do that to me. Mm-mm. See, I, I, I'm like, don't do it. Scooch on over. That's what he said. <laughs> I mean, she made it very clear that she has one daughter and her daughter's basically an adult and is away to college. So it's a different situation. But when you decide to date a man who has 10, no, three children under the age of 10, that's a personal decision that you're making. Because if he's worth his weight, if he's worth his weight and if he's any good, he's a good father. And that means he is spending time, a lot of his time and energy with his kids. So that is, she already, if, if, you know, she's been saying she's been dating him for almost a year and she wants to, if this is the man that she has chosen to be with and this is, is going to be serious, then, you know, he's obviously he's a family pack. He comes with, you know, it's a happy meal over there. And if you're not, why you even go to McDonald's if you don't want a happy meal? That's, that's where she is right now. So she's got to make some real decisions because the holidays and maybe this is a test that he's doing, like. You know, let me see how she is with my kids. And oh, okay. Probably, you know, if, if she says no, well, then you fail the test. Because if he's any good, you know, as a as a father with little kid with young children, then you can't be with a woman that don't want to be around your kids. Okay. Now, you know, some some uh, Negroes are just trifling, and, and that don't even make a difference. But I'm saying, if he's any good, then he's got to make some decisions because. She's saying no. And I, and I get it. That's her home and that's a space and it's holidays. But I, I would, I, he, somebody going to feel some type of way. Mm. Okay. Somebody. Go, so this, so this right here is like the truth is out. Yeah. She don't, she, you know, she like, I, the one thing she said was, and I, I felt that was my daughter is away and she's at college. Yeah. I don't know. And, and he, he got baby's kids and you should have known that. And there's something about people, like I even asked this question at like my comedy shows, like people with kids versus, you know, those who have them, those who don't, I have a whole song for it. And it's something about people who have grown kids. They don't identify. They, they be like, my kids are grown. It's like, <laughs> they don't, oh, they don't even say they, they got kids. It's like, my kids are grown. I'd be like, I know, but I'm, I got seven. My kids are like, I, but ma'am, ma'am, but you do have them though. My, you know, and just the whole, when your kids are grown, you don't, you don't claim them. You don't identify as being a parent. What happened? <laughs> grown. So that's kind of how she was like one of those ladies at one of my shows. My kids are grown. So and that's what she's saying. So yeah. she's not, she's not with it. So I would just say for her is if, if that's what you're going, you know, I think no matter how she says it lovingly or whatever, like mm-hmm. you don't, if you don't want them over your house, then be prepared to change the dynamic of your relationship with this man. Because if he's any good, that should make him feel some type of way that the woman in my life doesn't want to spend the holidays with my children. Yeah. Okay. That's all. So, okay. so sorry for you. 
Sorry, I ain't sorry. That's how she's singing it. I ain't sorry. Oh, uh, hell no. Or she's singing like uh, Ruben Stutter. Sorry for 2004. I'm sorry for... What, it's an apology coming, no matter how you flip the coin. Yeah. If, 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 she don't, if she ain't ready to have the kids at her house, then she's not ready for a full-on relationship with this man. Oh, my gosh. This is not fair. So so they can't keep having sex, though? I mean... I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> gotcha. Ring-a-ding-dong. Ding-dong-ding. Ding. Gotcha. I was just kidding. I, was just kidding. I mean... Because she said she still want to be with him. That's I still want to be with him, but that's not the kid. So it sounds like... Just get it in real quick before um, Thanksgiving and then just le- leave him alone. Oh, you, you gotta plot that shit out. Be like, all right, so this is gonna be the last time. But she should have a conversation with him. Like, <laughs> look, I'm uncomfortable. Whatever it is, what what are, what is her fear? She feel like they're gonna tear her place up. Like, what is it? They babies she don't kids. feel like they sharing be- a holiday with little kids. Oh, they might be babies' kids. They might be terrible. Yeah, I don't know. When you say you got, when you say there's three of them, they're all under ten. I automatically think babies' kids. <laughs> like, no way, no way that you have three well-behaved little kids all under the age of ten. You it know just- what it is? It's future, and this is the wife that he wanted to have kids with. <laughs> <laughs> it's future kids. These are these are the special three. These are the uh, ones. And she like nah. Mm-mm. I'm so, good. I, it's, I, you gotta, you gotta make some. You gotta be clear, clear about what it is that you want with this man. Because if you, of, if you, if you don't want his kids, then really you don't want him. But can I just say this? Yeah, <laughs> I think that that was rude of him to suggest. <laughs> I just want to be clear. Like I just think that was a little bit like to suggest our house as the as a yeah, party that, house. That, that was a little little presumptuous of you. Yeah, I do think that was just a, like you overstepped just a little bit. Like, oh, you think that's a little how how dare you? Yeah, like excuse you. Like, yeah, I'm thinking we come to your house. Like, who? I'd be looking around. Like, I'm just trying to figure out who the fuck you think you're talking to. I'd be looking at the table and everywhere. Like, who? Excuse you? You just expect to come to my house? Like, you know, that's like somebody like telling you like, and you're gonna make the mac and cheese, right? Excuse you? Like, people just be donating you to do shit. Like, you gonna drive, right? Did, excuse. So that's how I feel. Like, he just kind of overstepped. Like, he tried to he tried to okie dokie real quick with that. Like, and have kids come to your house. Nah, don't don't play me like that. Mm-mm. How about they be at your house and, I, and I'll stop by to meet them all and greet them all. Yeah, yeah. Don't do me like yeah. So leave him alone. He like, don't do me like that. <laughs> Why you do me like that? I don't like it. I don't, I don't even like that he suggested it. He was rude for that. So I see that you really don't like it. You know. <laughs> and I love kids, but that right there was like, don't put that on me. Like, mm mm. Mm-mm. Why you do me like that? No, I got I got sips in the fridge and I got snacks, but they were for me. So don't don't assume that just because I got little snacks in here, they for little people. Don't do that. <laughs> why you thought that? Don't do me like that. No, mm. I, don't, I don't know why you thought that. Point blank. Period. So no, yeah, get out of there, girl. Get out of there. Okay. All right. Bye. Well. Happy we give holidays. Advice? Happy. Get the D, get the get the D one last time because it sounds like it's delicious. I will say that. So get that a few more times, maybe, but get out of there. Mm. Okay. All right. Cool. I ain't shit just a little bit. <laughs> mm. Moving now, on to my jam. <laughs> So, because we got someone named 21 Savage who want to rip 
and run and talk about Nas isn't relevant. So how about we give you a message? So for this jam, it is by Nas off of the It Was Written album back in 1996. Where were you in your life? Ah, uh, were you in a sob? Were you were you in <laughs> were you in a Lex Scoop Beamer or Ben? Read an MPV. I don't know. Oh, okay. Were you in a Camry? Okay. So this is the message, and uh, this song samples Sting's "Shape of My Heart" with the. I love that song. Ding, 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 ding. Yes, and it was just the whole. I think it was was it the casino video theme, and it was just a good time. And yeah, Nas is really spitting something special. So he's really a lyricist in this song right here. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, he 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 sampled his own his own song. I, I never sleep though, cause sleep is a cousin to death. <laughs> So you know, a thug changes and love changes and best friends become strangers. Strangers. And he just talked about no love. You get the slug see before gusto. Mm-hmm. Love though. They didn't know slug with your though. So you freak niggas. Oh, I, I don't use that word. Made out, whoa. Stop me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't I use like, that word. You know, I can I can listen to this. This song is like it's so packed full of metaphors. I think it was one of, if not the Nas song that was the most prolific, the most colorful. Um, you know, you could play this today. Like, how old is this? I don't want to, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do the math. So uh-huh. do the math. Well, he talked about, could it be Vanity from Last Dragon? 26 years old. <laughs> this song is 26 years old. Last Dragon, need I say more? Hello. The good F-E-L-L-A, verbal A-K spray. Dipped the tache, jumped out the range, empty out the ashtray. Yeah, and I like how he talks about how he peeped his friend, you know, talking shit about how he run the island back in 88, and I peeped you front. I was in the Jeep, sunk in the seat, tinted with heat, beats bumping, and I just like, I really, I say that, and I just can imagine the whole scene. And like he's it's, in the cut watching his boy talk shit on the corner. <laughs> and this is what he does. Like he paints a picture. Mm-hmm. 21 Savage. You wouldn't even know. Cause you don't even you don't even dig deep in the crates. Like this the song is so classic. Mm-hmm. And that's so funny that you said that Nas sampled himself. Because he did. And he yeah. could do that. Cause he had shit like that. I think this came out on it was written. This was the second, his second album mm-hmm. that came out. And it was yeah. still a classic. How you gonna have like four, like classic after classic? Just shut up, 21 Savage. It's, it's, it's horizontal how I have them. Fucking me in the Ben's wagon. Have you ever seen a Ben's wagon? <laughs> Can it be the last dragon? <laughs> you know, Rest in peace, Vanity. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ella Metadora. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember in <laughs> The Last Dragon? She was, can you teach me some moves? Anyway. <laughs> So yeah, that's my. You said Nas mentioned a what? He, what kind of car he mentioned? They don't even make that no more. Um, a, a it was a brown dot sitting. Yo, nobody in my hood got one. Yeah, yeah. You know a Datsun? That's that's the start. That's how Nissan started. And that and those I are the old Nissans. Datsun, and I'm like, oh, what about a Saab? Like they don't even make those anymore either. No, they I make Tabs. They make Saabs. I have not seen a Saab. I've seen one. Sure. Next time you see one, take a picture of it. <laughs> Last time I seen one was in Jamaica. <laughs> better shut up. <laughs> oh man, what was the what was that car? I used to one was so bad. It was a Suzuki Sidekick. Mm. It was so cute, little Jeeps. Mm-hmm. I wanted a pink one. How you got a I hatchback one so Jeep? Bad. Huh? Hatchback Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? 
Oh, a little sneaker, a little, a little sneaker. Oh. I know it looked like a little Hershey kiss on wheels. I loved it. I wanted one so bad. Okay, you put your Poland spring water in the back. <laughs> that could work. Yeah, this. So, so this song, yeah, that is um, that's some that's some real dope Nas. Shit when I right rise, there. it's Cecilia yours. Cecilia yours. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty much. And best friends become strangers. Looking, stay on that piranha shit. Mm. Yo, this. Something about something. Mm-hmm. I like the, I like the hippity hop. And I think this was like the catalyst for the 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 firm. Like, remember they they kind yeah. of firmed up. Yeah. Because everybody was on this album. It was written. It was Cormega. It was um. Uh, child, everybody's name. Yep. I need to write this okay. stuff down. It you know was, who I mean. AZ. It was AZ, and I love, I love AZ. Uh-huh. AZ, Foxy Brown, Nas, and Cormega. Cormega. Yep. And and also nature. Like, sometimes yep. nature. Oh, look at me! I na- look. I can't never think of no name, but look at that! I got mm-hmm. it all. You did it. <laughs> Okay, I thought changes and love changes. Love changes, best, best friends, friends become strangers. strangers. Queensbridge Militia, 96 shit, The Firm Click, Illmatic. Yeah, he did shout it all out. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, very good. I love, man, I could just, I could keep going because, you know, obviously I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Nas. I will say this. I remember, so Nas wrote, this song was inspired by, what did he say? Um, Basically, it was, so, mm-hmm. oh, was I? Mm, mm-hmm. Let me get my mind together. Mm-hmm. Tupac took offense because there's some line in this where it was directed at Tupac, and yep. then Tupac wrote a song back. Um, what was it? It I was it against all odds, and he was talking about Nas. But basically, he he. But then they, you know, it, it was from this song, the message. It was from okay. It was the verse where he talked about getting shot and left the hospital the same night. Yeah, and he also dissed um, Biggie we too in his song. Right. Uh-huh. Um, what did he say? One life, one love, because so there can only be one, one king. king. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. the jabs that they were throwing there. Yep. And then that's yeah, when Pop came and was like, you know, how you, you know, got shot, left the same hospital, left the hospital the same night. That was like my line that I used. That I remember Tupac saying that. And I was like, oh shoot, he sure did. He dirt. He sure did say that in his song. Yeah, it was a little. It was a little beef, uh, which I, you know, during that time it was like, you know, it was a, it was, it was gunplay. It was talking about that shit, that beef shit. But at the same time, it was um, some infi- insightful lyrics as well. It was kind of like it is like just even the song we listen, we listen to it, and it's like painting a whole movie, a whole picture. Yeah, and but I, don't, I don't know if there was a video to it. Maybe I, you yeah, said it was a video. It, um, I feel like. This was the um street, street dreams. Uh, What's that, Tara? I, I feel What's like that? that was just me playing the song in my head. That was he did the casino. It was like a casino video. But I feel like that was Firm Biz. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. No. Or oh, Thug Life with um, Mob Deep. The, this this is mine. It's mine. Thug mm-hmm. Life is mine. I think that's a Chuck. No, 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 Because remember. See, Nas is a big, um, a big mafia, you know, a big mafia movie. <laughs> so hold on, so I'll pull it up. No, that's the yeah. message. It, okay, so no, that, that I was drunk though. 
I don't so know. So it's like black and white. Okay, no. Okay, anyway, so it's a jam. That's it. Yeah. That's all, all right. I got. It was. Well, <sighs> we're here. We're at the end. Oh, wow. Well, thank you all for still being here. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> she couldn't remember no names. You know what nobody. I mean? You mm. get to be all a hot dog with no mustard. Mm. Like all right, look, y'all. You can subscribe to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast. Listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, pretty much wherever you listen to your podcast, you can listen to us. Also, we have new episodes of That's What I'm Saying, the TV show on Island TV. Just download the Island TV app. Follow us on Instagram at TwizPod. And Shatara, what else we got to tell them? Uh, Shatara, what else we got to tell them? If you have a question, (laughs) you're about to kick a rhyme. (laughs) What you hear is not a I'm doing the, 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 the Roger dance. Okay. If you have a question for the Weekend D Report, which I'm sure you do, and we give such good advice, don't even front. <laughs> and if you want to advertise with us, then, you know, there's always a way to get to us. And if you want to keep up to date on all my upcoming comedy shows, because y'all know I bring the funny, um, you know, we have TV events. And of course, there's this wonderful podcast. You know what you got to do? Get social with us. Mm-hmm. us. Get up in that Instagram or Twitter. Send us mm-hmm. a message on our website at twistpod.com. And there you have no excuse. (laughs) So again, thank you for listening. We truly appreciate y'all. Until next time, stay healthy, stay well. Peace, y'all. Peace is hair green.